All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Just before the start of the NFL Combine, I'm sure many of you will be tuned in there to see the latest draft prospects. And of course, out of the Combine, there's always some good chatter that comes with so many front office staff, coaching staffs, media members, both on the national and local level that will be in attendance. Um, fully expect that that offseason chatter to ramp up uh, this coming week. Now, one piece I wanted to talk about on today's podcast and just spend a little bit of time with you is an area that I feel like has truly been underrated as it relates to the conversation around the Bills. And I'm certainly guilty of this myself, right? Spend a lot of time talking about cornerback, defensive line, defensive end, uh, you know, the defensive tackle positions, uh, you know, we talk about potential contract extensions for guys like Tremaine Edmonds, Dawson Knox, Ed Oliver, restructure candidates for the Bills to free up some space. All these things have really been top of mind conversation as it comes to this offseason. Something that is not recently and it's starting to pick up just a little bit based on a couple articles that have been out there, is the backup quarterback position in Buffalo. And I say this because, as you all know, Mitch Trubisky signed a one-year deal with the Bills last year, one-year $2.5 million, just kind of a reset year for him, to be quite honest, right? Not a situation where he could go someplace and be a, a starter or bridge type of quarterback, but come to Buffalo play behind Josh Allen, be a part of Brian Dable's offense, and kind of hit that reset after he was not extended by the Chicago Bears. Now all the conversation around Trubisky is, you know, he should sign a sizable deal someplace. And when I say sizable, I don't mean starting quarterback money. But, you know, think of that, again, a, a bridge quarterback. You can look at recent contracts that Terod Taylor has signed with the Texans for $5.5 million, Andy Dalton in the $10 million range with the Chicago Bears, right? That the Trubisky should end up somewhere in that five to $10 million range. Again, going someplace where he might have a chance to, to be a starting quarterback or be a bridge quarterback for a team that's going to be bringing in a rookie or at least planning to, to do so. Uh, you take it one step further. Davis Webb is now a member of the New York Giants following Joe Shane and Brian Dable there, and he'll be working with Daniel Jones. And, of course, we know that Jake Fromm was plucked from the Buffalo Bills practice squad this past year and over to the New York Giants. So it's Josh Allen and nothing else for the Buffalo Bills. That's it right now. Uh, so, <laughs> obviously, on a number of levels, the Bills are going to need to add more than just one backup quarterback to the roster. Um, certainly, I would love to see them, you know, maybe add a, uh, a raw QB, I think day three of the draft, right? Maybe one of their multiple round six picks, round seven, somebody that they could bring in that, you know, maybe could be on the practice squad or, or you know, that 53rd man on the roster. But in addition to that, the Bills really need to add uh, a bit more of a veteran quarterback as well. And we say this like, you know, no one wants to talk about or, or speculate about potential injuries that could happen to Josh Allen. But we see quarterbacks go down all the time across the league. Maybe it's just for a game or two. Maybe it's something longer than that. 
And you need to put yourself in a position to have a backup that, you know, can maintain what the offense is doing. And the Bills are a team, despite some of the recent bias uh, around the defense and the performance against the Kansas City Chiefs, the, the Bills defense can keep you in most any game, right? You can look at things and think to yourself like, okay, this is a group that will will keep you in in you know in contention on any given Sunday, right? Boasting one of the best defenses in the NFL. So you need that backup quarterback that can manage the offense, maybe be a little bit of a game manager, right? A, a term that's too often overused. And and when I call someone a game manager, I do not use that as a slight. I know many people do. And I think when we talk about a backup quarterback, it's it's definitely more of a positive than it is when you're discussing someone as your starter. But for me, if I look at someone, right, and his name popped up in two articles this week. The first one came from Joe Marino at the Draft Network, host of Locked On Bills. You guys, I'm sure, listen to him on a regular basis. He's been on this show before. And the first free agent that he listed that he'd like to see the Bills sign, quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, our Dan Lavoie, did a great article this week talking about free agent quarterbacks for the Bills to consider. First one on his list, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I'll include the link to the article um, from from these guys here. But, you you know, really, here is what Dan wrote. And this is at buffalorumblings.com. He says, many circumstances would need to work out for this to be possible. First, Fitzpatrick, now the oldest QB in the league at 39, would need to return for another season. He also needs to be healthy following a hip injury that ended his season after one game in 2021. Fitzpatrick would need to still be an effective quarterback at this point of his career, which isn't outlandish when he had 7.9 yards per attempt from 2018 to 2020. Logistically, Fitzpatrick would need to decide he's okay with ending his career as a backup rather than competing for another starting role. He'd also need to take a pay cut after making $10 million to play for Washington, There's no way he'd be paid that much in Buffalo. If and only if that all panned out, Fitzpatrick could earn one last hurrah with the fans in Buffalo as a trusted locker room leader and bench coach who could still sling it if they called his number. So listen, um, a, a lot to digest when you talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick and the possibility of him coming back to Buffalo. The the biggest thing right there, right, that that I take away from Dan Lavoie's article is Ryan Fitzpatrick willing to play as a backup, right? At this point in his career, and he has said before, he is not interested in being a backup quarterback anymore, right? He he has, he has said that when he signed with Washington, uh, the opportunity that he had to be that, that bridge quarterback and be a starter with the Dolphins uh, before that trip, of course, is his time that he spent as a starter with the New York Jets and almost getting them to the playoffs. I mean, he, is, he has had these opportunities. Oh, and that's me even bypassing his two seasons that he played with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and doing an admirable job filling in for Jameis Winston. So would he be interested in serving as a backup? I don't know. Nobody does, right? Like he hasn't gone on record this offseason with any of those pieces. I'd like to think if Fitzpatrick was willing to do something where, you know, entertain the thought of being a backup, that Buffalo is the one place. Everyone saw the photos of him, right, attending as a fan for the Buffalo Bills playoff game against the Patriots in the wild card round 
just back in January. He has been on record talking about his affinity for Buffalo, for the fans, by far his favorite city to play in throughout his career. And when you look at it, I mean, he's been in Washington, Miami, Tampa Bay, been with the Jets, the Texans, the Titans, the Bengals, the Rams. You know, he, he's been around the block, to say the least, right? So he's experienced a number of different cities. So it's not that, hey, I just played in two different markets and Buffalo was my favorite. I mean, Fitz is beloved in Buffalo by the fans. There's no one that would look at and have anything bad to say about Ryan Fitzpatrick. And of course, you have a stable quarterback situation with Josh Allen being one of the faces of the league, one of the top quarterbacks in all of football, that there's no controversy there, right? There's no worry like you had in Miami, right, where there were certainly people in the camp that Ryan Fitzpatrick should have been playing quarterback over to Otago Vailoa. There was no doubt with that. Like that was, that was a, a, a fact. But if he comes to Buffalo, it's a, hey, you know your place. And God forbid something happens to Josh Allen. Here's a guy you can put in the starting role and the team can get by, as I said, especially with that defense in place. He certainly doesn't need the money, right? His career earnings, I, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I don't know what anyone's financial status is. The man's got a family. But, but I, where I'm going with this is, I mean, Fitzpatrick's career earnings over 17 seasons in the league is over $82 million. So when I say he doesn't need the money, yes, that's me making an assumption, but it's not that, uh, you know, it's not someone on their second contract. Like when we talk about a Levi Wallace, you know, going into free agency and hey, this is this is his opportunity to earn generational wealth to set himself and his family up that he does not have to take any more prove it deals. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not in that situation. Right. So maybe if he is going to sign a deal similar to what Trubisky signed with the Bills last year. In that one-year, two-and-a-half-million-dollar neighborhood, I think that's something to consider. And I don't know if there's anyone, I, I can't think of any argument that fans would make to say, yeah, don't bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Again, if it was just a, you know, the money's too outlandish, I guess that's the one piece. But I mean, just based on the skill set, his ability, his affinity for the city of Buffalo, yes, I'm feeling a bit nostalgic with this, and it's fine. But we have seen Fitzpatrick be a successful quarterback as that backup. There is no question that the man can play. And it really is unfortunate that he didn't have the opportunity this past season with the Washington football team to see what he could do. Getting hurt in his first game, only six pass attempts, and that was it. We've seen him have success in Miami. We saw him have success in Tampa Bay. Good God, I mean, he lit things up in Tampa Bay certain games, right? Remember him coming to the press conference dressed in Deshaun Jackson's outfit? I mean, Fitz is, Fitz is the man. And you might be sitting there thinking like, Anthony, you, you need to develop someone else. That's what I'm talking about in that third quarterback spot. Get someone in the fifth, sixth, seventh round that you can develop to be a backup. Get your next Davis Webb. Heck, Resign a Jake Fromm who knows the system. I don't know. Like there, There's guys out there that you can grab. But my point is get someone young, especially when you think of those, those late-round draft picks that the Bills have, and see if there's someone that you can develop. Because, heck, if you're the third quarterback on the Buffalo Bills behind a Ryan Fitzpatrick and a Josh Allen, Ken Dorsey is your offensive coordinator, 
you will have an opportunity to learn each and every day in the meeting rooms and practice and kind of you name it. But it's just interesting as you see Fitz's name popping up more and more that that is going to be near the top of the list. I think for so many folks, and if I am allowed to feel a bit nostalgic here, uh, I am, I'm certainly going to take that opportunity and, uh, and hold on to it at, uh, at this point. So maybe you agree with me. Maybe you don't, you can hit me up on Twitter at Anthony Marino at any time in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com as well. Um, I'd be remiss if there were, I did not mention some of the other names that Dan Lavoy mentioned in his article. I mean, of course, some of these high profile backup quarterbacks, Jameis Winston on the list, you know, it'll be interesting with him. Does he get a chance to go back to someplace like Tampa Bay and compete to be a starting QB? You know, does uh, the New Orleans look to bring him back? I, I think he'll probably going to be out of the Bills price range. Also mentions Jacoby Brissett. Of course, we've seen him in, in action, and the Bills certainly got the best of him when he filled in for Tua Tagovailoa last season in Miami. But another name mentioned there, Teddy Bridgewater, Marcus Mariota, Trevor Simeon, Sean Mannion, you know, and then some other guys mentioned there as well that could fit into that same type of um, fit like a, a Fitzpatrick, although maybe not that level of success. But, you know, guys like Blaine Gabbert, Mike Lennon, Geno Smith, um, Terod Taylor. I don't, I wouldn't see Taylor coming back to Buffalo. I think, you know, after he left, you know, I, I think he was, um, I think he was okay leaving Buffalo, but, but again, remains to be seen. Cam Newton on the list, Andy Dalton, guys like Joe Flacco, Colt McCoy, Chase Daniel, Chad Henney, Brian Hoyer. The, the point is, right, Fitzpatrick will be at the top of everyone's list, but there are some other names out there of guys with experience in the NFL, starting experience in the NFL. Um, that the Bills can get someone with that experience to come in and be the backup to Josh Allen. So that's going to be something to watch this offseason. It's not as exciting of, you know, what are they going to do regarding Harrison Phillips and Levi Wallace and maybe Jerry Hughes or Mario Addison and what, you know, it, it's not one of those pieces that's going to come to the top of any conversation. But at least for now, I think it needs to be on everyone's radar. Um, I'll certainly be taking a look at some of those quarterbacks in the draft, in the combine this coming week, I should say, that'll be available later in the draft. But uh, I'll be curious to get your take, too. So, listen, I'm going to get out of here for now. I always appreciate you guys tuning in, spending some time with you just to talk about whatever is on my mind. And like I said, hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino because I always love to connect with you guys. I'm going to get out of here for now. Thanks for listening. And as always, go Bills.